Jesus, when he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, my son's come on. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. As we welcome our pastor and our bishop, Bishop Patrick Bruce, to bless us with the word of God. Hallelujah. Put your hands together this. I thought you were clapping from your hearts. I thought you were happy to be in church this morning. Wow. wow. Tell somebody what a great place to be. There are many places you could have been. But this morning we are right here in the house of God. Put your hands together one more time. And let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much that it's not by coincidence, it's not by chance, it's not a mistake that we are here but you have drawn us from our homes our houses our different places to speak to us and my prayer is open every heart and ear to hear your word this morning my prayer is that lord touch us and let the words affect us let it go into our souls and cause us to be transformed this morning to become more and more like jesus Bless us in this time together, in Jesus' name, and all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. As we take our seats. And tell somebody, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. And um, last week we began looking at the servants of God. Who is the servant of God? And um, I, I, I was trying to bring up the fact that businessmen were servants of God. Civil servants were servants of God. Rich men were servants of God, like Job. Students and young people were servants of God, like David. And so, every kind of person was a servant of God, as we have seen in the Bible. Even very poor people like the four lepers, they were servants of God. So this morning, do me a favor and ask your neighbor, my neighbor, what kind of person are you? 
Are you rich? Are you poor? Oh, ask me about what kind of person are you? Are you a businessman? Are you a civil servant? What kind of person are you? Tell anybody your type. I, I didn't hear your type. I didn't hear he said, well, your type is serving God. I said, your type is serving God. Tap your neighbor, ask her, are you married? Are you married? You are still looking for a beloved. And Or you have born three. And No matter. Your type. is serving God. Amen. Amen. And and so this morning. What I'm preaching is to every single person here. Amen. Amen. About being a servant of God. About you being a servant of God. As we serve the Lord. And our messages, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and last week, I also explained that many of us, we have a picture in our heads about servants. About servants. I don't know who has ever had a dream that you were lying down somewhere drinking coca-cola driving a nice big uh, bmw or mercedes benz and you had plenty money in your how many have had such a dream before so if we say in the dream you were just happy smiling and just moving around oh uh, you are so blessed in a dream how many have had such a dream before so blessed yeah, I, 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 I know people like that. They've had a dream where they were very blessed. How many like such a dream? You dream that you are in a big house and in the dream the house is for you. Or you dream that you are in an aeroplane. Flying it's a nice dream. Or you have a dream that you and your beautiful wife, hello, sweetheart, that you are walking, you are walking with your wife. And, and there are some two or three beautiful children. Some kids are very beautiful. Some no fine, but some fine. Then you are walking with your beautiful kids. Hello, hello, hi, mommy, hello, daddy. I mean. It's a nice dream. Oh, you don't agree with me? And I want any dream. That, that's the kind of dreams we, we like to have. But who has had a dream that you were digging a hole and you were sweating and that was your job? 
Do you like that dream? Do you like that dream? You have a dream that you are holding a cutlass and a big tree and you are cutting it down. Or you are giving some large area to weed and they've given you a cutlass. Go and weed. Do you like that dream? Many of us don't like that dream. Because those dreams are the dreams of a servant. Somebody who is working hard. But the dream we like is the master boss kind of dream. Where we are already blessed and doing well at the top of life. And, and until we understand what it means and who it is that a servant is, it will be very difficult to be a servant of God. Deep in us is a desire to be a boss. Deep in us is a longing that I will be I will be giving commandments, shoutings, and people running to obey me. That is our desire. And very few none of us, very few of us have a desire to really work. Amen. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. So this morning we are talking about it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Oh, are you clapping? It is a great thing to serve the Lord. And so, when we talk about serving the Lord, we, we mean being a servant. Hallelujah. Amen. Being a servant. And, and so this morning, I want us to look at what it means being a servant. Today, I hope you have your notebook with you because I'm, I'm giving you points. I'm giving you points. What it means, what it means to be a servant. Hallelujah. Amen. So, number one, what it means to be a servant. It means work. It means work. Luke 17 and verse 7. But which of you having a servant plowing? Or feeding cattle will say unto him by and by, when he's coming from the field, go and sit down to meet. And will not rather say unto him, Make ready wherewith I may sup, and get thyself, and serve me. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The servant plowing and feeding cattle. And then comes in the room and more work. Amen. Amen. People don't like work. And they like rest. Hallelujah. Amen. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder. Ask him. If they say choose more rest or more work, which one will you choose? How many will choose more work? Hey. How many will choose more rest? More rest. That is what everybody is praying and dreaming for. People don't like work. How many have seen that thing? One day, that could be. I read somebody's story. He said he's working hard. And they asked him, why? I mean, you're working 18 hours a day. Working. They asked him, why are you working so hard? He said, my dream is to retire at 40. Then I will enjoy. Hey! I will go sailing, go traveling. Holiday. Tell somebody holidaying, sailing, flying, traveling, going to restaurants. Just enjoying. Hey, what a dream. From 40. People don't want to work. Amen. Amen. Look, work. Few people like work. Very few. It is as if as we grow older, we want to rest more, just have money to rest more. The only person I know who likes work. Do you know who that person is? A two-year-old child. When you take a broom to sweep, only a two-year-old child will say, Mommy, I want to sweep some. Or it's not true. And then you when they are all small, like eight or nine. So when you can cry nine Hey, Ama Silence. Oh friend Who will wash the plates? Find a better intense in me one my Kojo Kojo so hey. Kojo is there. Hey! Hey. The plate he ate with. They are left in the kitchen. And they are just running away from work. How many of you, when your mother called you to come and work, you kept quiet? Raise your hand. You, you were there, you heard it. 
pass over. You are just saying. Escaping work. It is almost how we have become. And, and, and that is why so many of us we struggle with the concept that I'm a servant of God. Because if you become a servant of God, it means work. Yeah. It means work. It means evenings you have to go and work. It means Saturday and holidays, instead of resting, we find extra work for you to do. It means if you are in the choir, you must spend time singing a song over and over and over again. More work. If you are going to be a servant of God, it means what? Hey. It means what? It means work if you are going to be a servant of God then you are asking for work and, and it doesn't mean you stop your normal work that you have to do in your life no 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 you, you will not stop that work so to be a servant of God it means what? more work it means what hey you are quiet again it means what more work yeah to be a servant of god means more work and, and that is why many of us do not become servants of god because in ourselves we don't like work Amen. Amen. Number two. To be a servant of God, it means that somebody will give you instructions. And somebody will become, so to speak, your master. Malachi chapter 1. Malachi chapter and verse 6 a son honors his father and a servant his master so to be a servant you have a master amen amen to be a servant you will have a master you will have somebody who will tell you what to do. Many of us don't like that. We don't like people to tell us what to do. And that is why you're a bad servant or a poor servant because nobody can tell you what to do. Are you here this morning? Yeah, you, you do what you like. Nobody can tell you to come early for a church service. 
Ah, sorry. Choir. Nobody can tell you to come at two o'clock for a meeting. You come at four. And you to new beyond me can't just say bra no me no because no nine abeba. You come when you are ready. Some of your lateness is your own behavior. You, okay. you didn't bother. At two o'clock, you are at home sitting down. Hey, and you quiet practice. Oh, hey, quiet practice. Oh, and you are sitting at home at two o'clock. Nobody can tell you what to do. Amen. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. One of the signs of a good church member or a good person under authority is that I did something that they told me to do. I did something that they told me to do because up till now everything you do is because you yourself want to do it there are very few of us who have done something that they themselves have not already planned to do so you have come to church because you plan to come to church. The day you have no desire to come to church, you don't come. It's true. Or it's not true. How many have stayed home from church one day? You were not sick. There was nothing wrong with you. You just didn't come. Please raise your hand. Well, one day you then just didn't come. That's all. I didn't come. Mama, that's all. That's all. You didn't come. Though you know I'm waiting for you here. And I'm sitting here. I've prepared a message for you, but you didn't come. Why? I didn't hear. Because you call no one master. If it's a unfre ura and you do what you like. Now we open so Amen. Amen. Are you here? Oh aha. To be a servant of God. So by you must every servant has a master. And you too, you must have a master. Ask about who is your master? Ask me, who's your master? Amen. Amen. Number three. Number three. You obey the one over you. You obey. You take instructions from someone. Titus chapter 2 and verse 9. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things. Be obedient. I, I said, Be obedient. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Do what you hear and you are told. Amen. Amen. Many don't. In fact, I have had so much disobedience that I am selective. I mean, from the preaching there, I'll say everything. Oh, that one there is true. From the pulpit. I, I will tell you the truth. But when you come to me one on one, I will look at your face and then I will give you an answer one man came to ask his pastor pastor I'm thinking of traveling what do you think and the pastor sat down and spoke for one hour while the pastor was speaking for one hour his ticket was in his pocket after he finished speaking and the guy went away the next day away it was gone then he asked me why do I speak for one hour and you won't obey it Hey, hey, one day that could be one day that could be a certain pastor called a certain girl. And he told her, This boy is not correct. He's a wee smoker, he's a girl chaser, he's a, a foolish boy. And the pastor told the girl his heart that the boy is no correct it's no correct the the pastor told the guy look it's not correct he has seven girlfriends I know three don't look at him don't look at him he's not correct seven girlfriends he drinks look at his head bad man the pastor told the girl black and white don't go to this guy what did she say yes pastor yes pastor pastor thank you for the advice pastor thank you I'm very grateful I'm very grateful what a good pastor you are what a good pastor I love you pastor I love you. Give me a big hug. Uh, what a nice church member. Then she went away. The next day, who was she walking with? Look at that. After all my talking. And she was saying, what did she say? Do you remember what she said? What did she say? Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate you, Pastor. I love you, Pastor. I'm grateful, Pastor. Uh, then she gave me a big hug. Oh, the next day. So, people don't obey. Uh, leave him. <laughs> they don't obey. Amen. Servants 
obey your masters. Asunfu, Amen. Amen. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor you must obey your masters, your pastors. If you are going to be a servant of God, you must obey. You must be able to be told what to do. And so Timmy can't be beset. Amen. Amen. I, I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. And the test is something that I had not planned to do. Or something I didn't want to do. I'll do it. That's a good servant. I don't know what's for Papa. Put your hands together this morning. Oh, seven okay. That's a good servant. It involves to be a servant. It involves work. Number two, you will have a master. And number three, you must obey that master. Do you have these three points? You have these three points. Why people don't work? Why people do not work? To become servants, meaning a servant of God. Why? You know, we are this season we are having a major program and um, we are all going to start to do evangelism. Amen. I, I thought you all clap. Only some are clapping. Yeah. Tell someone if you are working for the Lord. We are going to work for the Lord. Hey, tap your neighbor and say, I'm talking to you. That we are going to work for the Lord. Tap your neighbor on the other side. And tell him or her, we are going to work for the Lord. Especially starting from this Sunday. But why people do not work? Three reasons again. Number one, they are lazy. Proverbs 26 and verse 14. As the door turns upon its hinges, so does the slothful upon his bed. Hey. Hey. How many like sleeping? You do a sign a pen up. Raise your hand. I, I know you are here. You like sleeping. How many, if by grace there's nothing to do and they release you, you sleep the whole day? Raise your hand well. Look at no, raise your hand well. Look at somebody's hand raised. Something shame on you. You will sleep the whole day. 
Lazy, lazy boy. Lazy boy. You sleep the whole day. As the door is moving on the hinges, it's moving, but it's not going anywhere. Some people they can lie in bed sleeping the whole day, they will not go anywhere. Hey, lazy people. One day, Debbie. Somebody went to somebody's house. A house where somebody was living. And he saw a plate in the kitchen. Where they had eaten kinky. Fungus was growing on the kinky. Fungus was growing in the kitchen. In, on a plate in the kitchen. Do you know fungus? What is fungus in tree? What? What? What is it? 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 is growing in the kitchen. What is is a What is is and leftover things is a sign that a dirty person is here and you have how how long before apotobibre will grow in a plate how many days how many days three four days three four days and you have eaten and you have Tell me about some people there. They wear underwear twice. They wear Kyoto twice, twice. I'm going there. I told you. I'm going there. Your your Kyoto you wore yesterday. You are wearing again today. What is wrong with you? You can't wash it. Don't, don't check. Don't check. I said, don't check your neighbor. Two days. One week. No, it's not true. No. No, no, no. Sit down, sit down. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a Christian. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Two days. I, yes. No, no. I, Keep quiet, keep quiet. I'm the pastor here. I don't believe it. Two weeks, one week. Now, hey, hey, it's okay. It's okay. You don't wash your panties. You have worn it two days. What is wrong with you? And your bras there too. You wash it. Only a lazy person. One day, Debbie, <laughs> forgive me. One day, Debbie. I saw a sister. She took her pen. Of her trade, yeah. <laughs> I asked her, what is it? So, oh, it's itching. <laughs> I 
I asked her, oh, it's itching. She said, yes. I said, then wash it. Said, oh, I'm going to wash it. So I asked her, when did you last wash it? I said, two weeks. I said, two weeks. It's normal. Two weeks is normal. Hey! Two weeks is normal. From today, it's not normal again. Wash your head. Until now, you have taken pen and you are scratching your head. People are lazy. You see, to wash it more often, it means work. It means no. It means extra work. That's all. It's extra work, and we don't like work. People are lazy. May you not be a lazy person. To be a servant of God. I, no, look, look at me this morning. All the young ones. To be a servant of God, you cannot be lazy. You must be a serious hard worker. So, reason number one for not working hard is that people are lazy. Put your hands together, Lord. Reason number two why people are not servants of God. They don't care. Mark chapter 4. Mark 89. And verse 38. Jesus was in the boat. A storm came up. Water was coming in. The disciples were afraid. Verse 38. And he was in the back part of the ship asleep on a pillow and they woke him and said master don't you care that we perish second reason why people are not servants of god they don't care they don't care they don't care what's happening they don't care what happens to people there is, I mean I'm here I'm born again I'll, I'll go to heaven it's okay they don't care as you were coming to church you passed a lot of people they don't care they don't, they don't care what happens to anybody. They, they have just come. They are here. You see a little boy. They don't care. One of the greatest reasons why people do not become workers, servants for God is that they don't care what is happening many of us who are here this morning you have brothers and sisters who are somewhere you don't care you have friends very good friends who are not here not born again they don't care 
they don't care what happens to their friends yeah some of us here brother brother and sister not born again walking around but you don't care to go and take him and bring him to church oh my very all my friends i i don't have a friend that i have not spoken to him with about jesus i, I have friends that we have quarreled and disagreed over church and god yes every one of them i've spoken to them about jesus hey Shadrach, hey don't meditate here about jesus and about god but you have very good friends you have brother sister close cousin and you have never spoken to that your brother sister about jesus Okay. almost everybody here is coming from somewhere where there's somebody still there who sunday morning didn't go to church everybody ask it about is it is it true is it true is that somebody at the place you left who is not going to church is it true May my house is empty. As I left my house, everybody's going to church. Hey, my house. Nobody, nobody is there Sunday convention. You are home. You are watching the house. Ah, are you God? Come on, let's go to church. Everybody's going to church. Nobody can live in my house. House help anybody that you won't go to church. I swear. You are going to church but you you don't care you don't care that's why you have not bothered to go out of your way and inform even your co-workers your co-workers people you see every day you just leave them and go to church you don't care are, are you here it's, it's it's a very wicked person who doesn't care you, you have come you have seen somebody oh close your eyes eyes closed walk just keep walking that's how the world is blind and she's going to hurt herself and you are watching her and, and she's going just that here there's nothing very bad that can happen here close your eyes And you are watching her 
she's going to fall down. He said, Oh, it's not my concern. So we didn't find me home. You are wicked. Tell anybody you are wicked. You don't understand things. You don't care. You don't care that somebody is going to die and perish. Ask your neighbor, where are your friends? Ask your neighbor, where is your brother and your sister? And you are sitting here this morning, smiling in church. Lift your hand in worship. And you don't care. Master, don't you care that we perish? That's the only reason why you will not go and save somebody from perishing. Reason number three. Matthew chapter 13. I'm preaching it. Matthew chapter 13. And verse 19. So I went out to sow. So I went out to sow. And he cast the seed on four types of soil. One of the soil didn't bear fruit at all. And anyone who hears the word of God and understands it not doesn't bear fruit. Anybody who doesn't understand doesn't bear fruit. If you don't go and do evangelism, you don't understand what you are doing. You don't understand that you are condemning people to hell. When you see so many bad people and you lead them to themselves. You don't understand the power of God. When you see somebody, I'm going to church. Okay, go. You say, let's go. You don't understand death. You don't understand what it means to leave people to themselves. See, you will say that, oh, you are grown up. No. Many people mess their lives. And if they had an intervention early enough, they would change. This week, we are doing evangelism. Now what you hear, yes, if you don't come not even one day don't even go out one day don't understand your salvation you don't understand why God has saved you you don't understand how dangerous hell is you're just One day, maybe uh, a certain man. He was at a 
workshop. Then a taxi driver came. Did you know dirty oil? The oil that is drained from cars. Uh, those who don't know, when, when a car has driven its allocated number of miles, the oil becomes very black and thick. So and then they drain it and throw it away. He said, uh, Peter, a driver came and then he asked them, Do you have dirty oil? And they said, Yes. Then he bought some and poured it into his engine. You don't understand. You don't understand what you are doing. That you are spoiling the engine. He said, no, no, no. This oil is very thick. It's very thick oil. It's very good oil. You don't understand that you are adding liquid sandpaper into your engine. And you see, many people don't understand what is happening. So when you see people standing around who you can talk to and you and you don't talk to them, you don't understand what you are doing. That you are saying to them, spoil your life. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Every time you see somebody standing, and you just walk past the person you are saying go and die you are saying die and perish because you don't understand that if you speak to her you will change her life from today and make her into a better person you don't understand that you are saving her from eternal destruction. Tell everybody, if you don't save somebody, you don't understand. What's the first reason why people don't work? Second reason. And the third reason. Don't understand. They don't understand. Ask anybody, are you a servant of God? Are you a servant of God? Are you lazy? Are you lazy? Or you don't care? Or you don't understand the great salvation that God has given us? Put your hands together this morning. We are going to become servants of God. I didn't hear an amen. I said, We are going to become servants of God. Amen. 
Amen. And and what what is the it is a great thing to serve the Lord. What is the benefit? Let me give you three things. Three benefits of serving God. I gave you three things about servants. Three things why people don't serve God. And three reasons, three benefits of serving God. Number one, if you serve God, you will receive a reward. Every servant receives a reward. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. Matthew 10:10. Ten, ten. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. He is worthy of his reward, his provision. Everybody who works, you deserve a reward. When your servant has worked, and you give him money, now it's not a dash. It's his salary. It's his due. It is his due. Anybody who works, you must be paid. I didn't hear any amen. Amen. Anybody who works, you must be paid. You cannot work for God and He will not pay you. No, tell me about you cannot work for God and He will not pay you. God will pay you. Imagine if uh, uh, God is paying you. Imagine your salary. It will be a very good salary. If your master is a local, the bread baker there is your master, and then the chief executive is your master. Who has the better salary? Who has the better salary? How much more working for God? God will give you a very good salary. I said, God will give you a very good salary. Second benefit of working for God. You draw close to God. Look at Numbers. Numbers chapter 12. Numbers chapter 12. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known unto him in a vision. And will speak to him in a dream that God talks to the prophets in mysterious ways. But my servant Moses, not so. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. And he shall behold and not in dark speeches. When you become a servant, you come very close to the master. Amen. Amen. When you are a servant and you are with somebody, you have the chance to come much closer. Much, much closer than, than many others. 
It's Bernard here. It's Bernard here. He's not here. Okay. Bernard is an air condition repairer. So Bernard is the air condition where you man away. Yeah. He's an air condition repairer. See, see, air condition. Amen. Amen. He's, he's, when he comes, he sits somewhere at the back there. About tonight, uh, baby. On this front row. These are all big, big pastors. Say no more to say. On the front row. I saw for Kukudam, Nettiha. Yeah. Maybe only one of them has ever been to my bedroom. It be a Omuba Kupet. But Bernard comes to my bedroom very often. Bernard these big big pastors here. Look at them, Pastor Dell, big pastor, Pastor Ishmael. Stand up, stand up, Pastor Dell, Pastor Ishmael, Lady Pastor Linda, Pastor. Look at big big Pastor Reggie, Rosemary, Pastor Stephen. All big big pastors. They have not come to my bedroom. But a, a church member who is a, a repairer of things, he can be in my bedroom with me. Pastor Henry has been to my bedroom many times to repair my TV. To repair my TV. When you are a servant, you get a chance to go to a place where even close friends don't come. They don't come. Even people who are high and respected, they can't go there. Even you. Sit down. Even you. How many of your friends have come to your bedroom? An electrician can come and repair the socket in your in your bed and, and the, a house girl a house girl who can't speak english can enter your room alone in your absence may you be a servant of god i said you draw close to god as you work with god as you go out on the battlefield suddenly you become very close to God. God becomes very real to you. And you'll be amazed how deep your Christianity becomes. There's one more. I'll take it next week. Put your hands together this morning. Oh, I said put your hands together properly. I want to be a servant of God. I, I, I want to be God's friend. God called Abraham my friend. God is my beloved. I want God to like me. And the way to come close to God is to serve God. Put your hands over your heart. And pray. I want to. I want to be close to God. I want to be. I want to be close to God. I want God to know me. And just pray for yourself for one minute. I really want to be close. I want God to be my friend. Just pray. 
Go and stand your feet this after this morning and just pray for yourself. God, please draw me close to you. 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 I, I, I want to know you. I want you to know me personally. Just pray for yourself one minute. This morning we are drawing close to God. We shall not be careless. We shall not be unfeeling. We shall not be lazy. But we are going to serve the Lord. We are going to serve the Lord. Just pray for yourself for one minute. Just pray. Lift your voice. Lift your voice and just talk to God. Lift your voice and talk to God. Just talk to God one minute. Talk to God one minute. Just be praying right now. Lift your voice. Lift your voice and talk to God. I cannot hear you at all. You are praying for yourself. You are praying for yourself. That you you will be a servant of God. You will be a servant of God. Just pray hard one minute. Just talk to God for one minute. Just say, Lord, here I am. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me, use me, use me, Lord. Wherever you are, just talk to God for one minute. Hallelujah. Just one minute. You want to buy your heads, you want to close your eyes? You see, dress in the you're right here in this service. You're not born again. You are not sure what it means to be born again. You have never prayed, Lord Jesus, come into my life, come into my heart. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure. If you are here this morning, wherever you are, just lift your right hand. You are here like this this morning. Just thank you, my brother. I see your hand. Anybody? Yes, I see your hand at the back there. God bless you. Just lift your hand. I'm not sure I'm born again. I'm not sure I'm going to heaven. I have never prayed. Jesus come into my heart. Just lift your right hand. God bless you. Listen, with your hand raised, do me a favor. Just come to me right here at the front. Ashes, help them. Come with them. Just come. Just come, just come right now. Just, just come right here. Put your hands together for the master. Come.
I want to lead you in this prayer and I want you to pray after me dear Jesus dear Jesus today today if you're here in the house pray along with me so if you are also with dear Jesus dear Jesus today today I come to you I come to you just as I am just as I am Lord Jesus Lord Jesus I believe you are the son of God who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins thank you Jesus that you died that I should not die thank you that you shed your blood that my blood should not be shed today I pray Lord Jesus forgive me all my sins change my heart and give me a new heart that will serve you and follow you all my days from today I will not walk with you again Satan I will leave your company and I will follow Jesus. And I will follow Jesus. Father, prepare a place for me. Father, prepare a place for me. In heaven. In heaven. And write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Today. Today. I am born again. I am born again. And Jesus. And Jesus. Is my Lord. Is my Lord. My master. My master. My savior. My savior. And my best friend. Thank you, Father, Thank you, Father. For, sending Jesus to save me. for sending Jesus to save me. And Lord, thank you so very, very much for every one of these who this morning hears the cry of yours to come to the cross for a salvation that is great. Pray that, Lord Jesus, we shall live the rest of our lives following and serving you, that we shall forever be your children part of your house and will serve you all our days thank you so very 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 much in jesus name and all the saints said amen amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my head to his chest said my son's come home we believe the word of god has come through to you join us at the lighthouse chapel international bantama behind the confidence eating place this and every sunday at 9 30 a.m and 6 p.m every tuesday stay blessed